0: Lecture topic reality of death. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. wa a far, what a salam. I'm a bad. He's a little bit of a far. وَنَبْلُوكُم بِالشَّرِّ وَالْخَيْرِ فِتْنَةً وَإِلَيْنَا تُرْجَعُونَ وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يزال لسانك رطبا من ذكر الله أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم <coughs> We are all in this dunya for a very, very temporary time. Nobody has come before who remained forever. And nobody who is present today will remain forever. Until Qiyamah, nobody will come who will remain forever. Every person that comes into dunya, he is born with a death sentence from the time that he is born there's already the time of his departure from dunya already fixed. And every person will taste this death which Allah has declared very very clearly in the Qur'an Sharif every single person will taste this death. So this dunya is a very temporary place And when a person is in some temporary place, then he doesn't get absorbed in that temporary place that he is in. His gaze and his focus, his attention is towards his destination. person is travelling, he is at some airport, he is at some station, so now he is there for a period of time, it might be a Comparatively longer wait. It might not just be two three hours. It might be ten hours sometimes. He's traveling at some international destination, but even that ten hours too, it seems very short for him, and he doesn't get himself absorbed and caught up in all the glitter and glamour of the place because he is worried about his departure and how he's going to get safely to his destination. So his eye is on the board. At what time is the flight taking off, his ear is towards the announcements and he is concerned about taking care of his provisions for his journey and how he can get safely to his destination. Checking and double checking, his passport is safe and his money is in place and whatever else, all so that he can get safely to his destination. In the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala repeatedly brings the same aspect to our attention that we are all very temporarily here in dunya and we are all going to return and return to Allah Ta'ala. Over and over again in the Qur'an Sharif you'll find this aspect of returning to Allah ta'ala being mentioned. There's so many ayat just to take one or two examples Allah Ta'ala says وَهُوَ اللَّهُ لَا la ilaha illahu It's only Allah Ta'ala, Wa Allah. Allah alone is the deity. La ilaha illahu. There is none worthy of worship but Allah. Lahul hukmu wa لَهُ lahul hamdu wa lahul lahul hamdu fis samawati wal ardh. Wa hukmu For him alone is praise, all praise in the heavens and the earth. All authority and supremacy belongs to Allah alone. Allah Allah says, وَإِلَيْهِ تُرُجَعُونَ And all of you are going to be returned to Allah. Ta'ala. Then the ayat that we recited at the beginning in the khutbah, Allah ta'ala says, كُلُّ نَفْسٍ ذَائِقَةُ الْمَوْضِ Every soul will taste that. Nobody will escape it. And, وَنَبْلُوْكُمْ Wal Khairi <فِتنى> Allah says in this temporary abode we will test you وَنَبْلُوْكُمْ we will test you with شَرْ and khair, with trials and even with things that seem very favorable to you it might be sometimes a test with some adversity and it might be test in the form of a person getting Prosperity, abundance, ease, that too is a test. Just as adversity is a test, prosperity is also a test. Allah Ta'ala says, وَنَبْلُوكُمْ بِالشَّرِّ وَالْخَيْرِ fitna." We will test you with adversity and with prosperity. We will test you with sickness and with health. And a person in his sickness, does he turn to Allah Ta'ala? And a person in his health, does he use that health to get closer to Allah Ta'ala? Or does he feel that I have all the health, I'm as fit as a horse, I can do what I want and go where I want and do as I please? How does he use his health? Or does he use it to get closer to Allah I will test you with poverty and with wealth. وَنَبْلُوكُمْ وَالْخَيْرِ فِتْنَةً And then Allah says, Remember at the end of the whole exercise of this whatever this test of dunya is you are finally going to return to us for ilayna then you are going to be accountable of how you reacted in all the different tests what was done, how it was done what was said at that time did you respond in a way that you became closer to Allah ta'ala and responded with inna lillah wa inna ilayhi and submitted yourself to Allah wa ta'ala or were statements made that na'udhu objected to Allah so whether it is a situation that we regard as favorable to ourselves its wealth, its prosperity, its health, its ease or whether it is all the opposite everything behind this examination hall of dunya and we are constantly in this test but now in this time that we are here It's a very temporary time, but being insane and being weak, we tend to forget and we tend to go away in a different direction, we forget where we are supposed to be heading, we forget how we are supposed to conduct ourselves. So in another ayat Allah Ta'ala says from time to time we bring reminders for you. We bring reminders for you to remind you that you must return to Allah Ta'ala. Because eventually you will return to Allah ta'ala in Akhirat, no doubt about that. So before that time comes, return to Allah ta'ala already in dunya. Allah says that whatever corruption and difficulties and hardship sometimes appear on the lands and on the seas, This is the effects of the, and the consequences of the actions of man, of insan. Allah Ta'ala says, why? لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ They may open their eyes, they may take a lesson, and they may return to Allah Ta'ala. Return to Allah Ta'ala already in dunya. Return to the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. Return to the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. Because we have become neglectful. We have forgotten Allah Ta'ala. We have become distant from Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala's love brings us back to Him. But sometimes with the prosperity, with the ease, with the comfort, we forget to remember Allah Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala brings us back to Him. We have to all the time be asking and begging for afiyat and begging for safety from all trials and tribulations. But when something comes, apart from various other things that we have to do, the big question is, that did it make us return to Allah Ta'ala? Did it make us open our eyes, make us reflect and ponder over our lives, and make us return to Allah Ta'ala? ila Allah, returning to Allah wa Ta'ala. Now whatever situation we experienced in the recent past, so many many things happened, many people lost a lot, Allah Ta'ala recompense each one with a far better recompense, Allah Ta'ala grant every person a far better reward and recompense than what he lost and Allah Ta'ala grant each one, everyone, barakah in their life, barakah in their health, barakah in their wealth, Allah Ta'ala protect us all from every calamity, every hardship, Allah Ta'ala grant ease and afiat in every matter, but the point again and the question to ask ourselves If something has already happened. We are now sitting few weeks after. The question to ask ourselves, how much does, has it made us return to Allah Ta'ala? Whether I was directly impacted or not, that's not the question. The question is, and that's not the issue. Because when something happens in an overwhelming manner, then it is not about the individual. It is about the collective. It is not about A, B and C. It is about everybody. It is what everybody jointly has produced in terms of amal. And the joint actions that were done as a collective, how much of good came out and how much of sin and vice, not the matter of the individual. Then, if the vice has dominated in all its various forms, whether it is in the aspect of neglecting those things that Allah Ta'ala has made compulsory upon us, neglecting salah, that five times a day Allah has made salah for upon us. How many salah am I making? Am I making three salah and thinking I'm pious? Am I making four salah a day and missing one and saying I'm pious? No, no, the loss of one salah, the loss of one salah, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Man وَمَالُهُ The person who misses one salah in its time, whether he makes the qaza later or not, that's a separate aspect. Missing it is in its time. The loss of it is equal to or like the loss of all his family members and all his wealth and possessions, everything at one go. That's the loss. Now whether it is this wrong that has been produced it is due to neglecting what Allah has made compulsory, salah is not being fulfilled, how many percent are fulfilling the five daily salah in time whether the zakat is not being discharged correctly, there's some haphazard discharging maybe or it is not being done correctly how much of that is happening correctly whether it is the fasting in the month of Ramadan whether it is hajj being first on somebody and he can make it So whatever the commands of Allah Ta'ala are and on the other side how much of restraining is there from sin and vice or is there an indulgence in sin and vice gambling how much of gambling is taking place how much of zina is happening how much of zina of the eyes and how much of indulgence of haram on the phone and on the internet in whichever form on all the devices how much of ghebat and backbiting how much of lies and deception and fraud? Allah ta'ala protect us and save us. The issue is not to discuss evils, but for us to reflect. What have I contributed towards? Meaning, how much I put into the scale of evils which contributed towards the destruction and the harm of the Ummah? I have to ask myself that question. What have I done and how much have I done that brought about difficulties of the Ummah? Is not what happen at that particular moment, what I contributed towards that. How much of vice did I put in that scale? With my eyes, with my ears, with my tongue, with my hands and feet, and the vice of my heart. How much of pride, malice, jealousy, and all the other things that go along. That's the point of reflection, that whatever has happened, has happened. Has it now made us make Tawbah and return to Allah If it has turned us to Allah If then some difficulty Has brought a person closer to Allah That difficulty For him has become a Rahmat Because at the end of the day He has to return to Allah And if that brought him closer to Allah That could hold him in good stead in the Akhirat Allah would grant him better in dunya as well but if despite whatever the situations are we forgot Allah Ta'ala, we went even further away from Him all we got concerned about is the means but we forgot about the creator of the means we forgot about the provider of the means then that is something different for us. So now the whole question is رجوع turning towards Allah, Ta'ala, returning to Allah Ta'ala. and this is going to make the difference in the Midst of any difficulty that can come. But if there is general ruju in Allah then the help of Allah will be worth. The protection of Allah will be worth. And if we are not returning to Allah then we've got no protection. The recent events have shown us all our reliance was on things. How much those things helped us. Our reliance was on some contacts. We had people on speed dial. What availed us? So Allah Ta'ala is giving us this lesson Turn to Allah alone all, They are all going to be returned to Allah Ta'ala And we have to rely on Allah alone We let up the means But we can't trust on the means the Trust on Allah alone So this turning to Allah Ta'ala How are we going to turn to Allah Ta'ala We have to return to Allah Ta'ala In this dunya already how Eventually whether we like it or not We are going to be picked out of this dunya And returned to akhirat They are going to be buried down in our graves. And then we have to stand up on the day of Qiyamah. That is going to happen without choice. That can come at any moment. That we keep hearing every day and repeatedly in a day of who else has returned. And who else has returned. And one day they are going to hear we have returned also. That day might be very very soon. Before that time comes when we are going to return without our choice. We have to return in dunya to Allah Allah. already. How we are going to return? So we have to return in these seven manners, in these seven ways. And to the extent we return to Allah in these seven ways, the help of Allah will be with us, Allah Ta'ala's protection will be with us, the Barakat and blessings of Allah will rain upon us, and the real essence of life, which is that peace and tranquility, and connecting ourselves to Allah Ta'ala, that is the essence of life that will be achieved. Then whether a person is in health or sickness he will be with Allah. Whether he is in prosperity or poverty he will be with Allah. And he will be pleased with Allah and he will be still content and satisfied within himself. So just very briefly these seven points that we have to turn to Allah with. Point number one is Tawbah. Allah Ta'ala says all of you Watubu ilallahi اللَّهِ a person wants individual help he'll make individual toba. he'll get the help also but if there's a collective problem that's going to come then even the individual will, get, will face the consequences in dunya but that'll become a test for him in the court of Allah Ta'ala and on his summer he'll get raised further in ranks and position in the court of Allah Ta'ala but in dunya it'll engulf everybody so for everyone's safety, for everyone's progress, for everyone's good, Allah Ta'ala says, Tubu ilallahi jami'a. All of you make tawbah to Allah. Ta'ala. Not just a few people. Everybody, jami'a. لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ So that everybody can be successful. Then if the good dominates and a few people are still involved in some vice, they'll face the consequences of their wrong. But the dominating thing will be the good. The general condition will be of ease, of prosperity, of security, of safety. Allah is saying you want the success as a collective. We have to make Tawbah ourselves, bring our families onto Tawbah, turning in sincere repentance, getting rid of all the vices, making Tawbah from sin and stopping that sin, stopping the sins of the eyes, of the ears, of the... Tongue of the heart, cleansing the heart of all the evil. This is the first me- means of returning to Allah Ta'ala. and then together with that, rujub with taqwa, turning to Allah Ta'ala with taqwa. One is toba, and then we have to continue on that path. That is what taqwa is all about: staying away from sin. And Allah forbid, Allah forbid! In a moment of weakness, a person slipped, then he makes toba again immediately, without delay, with utmost remorse and regret in his heart. Shedding some tears of repentance and begging Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. So, Tawbah and Taqwa. Then together with these two things is Dua. How much of time do we spend in Dua? A part of some, maybe just in a routine manner after Salah or something. Do we have some dedicated time to beg from Allah ta'ala? Allah is the controller. Allah alone is the controller. And nobody has any control. Allah alone knows everything that happens on the universe. We have to turn to Him. He is the only one worthy of worship and He is the only one that can provide. Dua and not just some routine dua, begging from Allah. And then, this is all in the light of the Quran and Sunnah. Turning to Allah. With summer and salah. Wasta'inu bis saburi was salah. Ruju Allah with summer and ruju Allah with salah. Summer, we submit ourselves to Allah, Ta'ala. we submit ourselves to the decree of Allah. Ta'ala. We don't have any reservations in terms of the decree of Allah. Ta'ala. And together with that, salah. Salah. The five daily salah, which one are we talking about? That goes without saying. Missing any salah of the first salah, that is a disaster. That's not going to bring us the help of Allah Ta'ala. Over and above the first salah, some Nawafil, Salatul Haja, begging Allah Ta'ala's help. Ka'ana Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Iza hazabahu amrun baadara ilas salah Who are we talking about? We are talking about Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The most beloved to Allah Ta'ala بَعَدَسْ After Allah Tabarak wa ta'ala, is his rank. And while he was in dunya, what was his condition? Anything concerned him, إِلَى He rushed to salah. إِلَى In another narration, the word faziah like a person goes in a, in a concerned state, in a rushed state for something. Nabi su Rush to Salah. We have problems upon problems, but sometimes we missing the first salah already let alone some extra Salah, some Nawafil, Salatul Hajah, Salatul toba and begging Allah Taala's help. So Rujoo ilallah Allah Sabr was Salah Any issue, the first thing is to turn to Allah Tala. Make Turaqah Salah, make a proper Wudu, beg Allah Taala's help and see how the help comes. Perform a proper Wudu and perform a proper Salah and then make Dua and see how the help of Allah comes. And the Sahaba didn't just do it one time, they did it once, Nothing happened, they did it again. Nothing happened, they did it again. And then they say, okay, go see now, how far the rain started coming, where is the rain? Say, the rain is only on your land. There's no time to get into the details of the incident. He made the salah, there was drought, that rain came onto his land alone. So sabr and salah, and then sadaqah, رجوع إلى الله بالصدقah بادلوا بالصدقah فإن البلاء لا يتخطاها The Prophet says, hasten in giving sadaqah Calamities cannot overtake it. Give it sincerely, purely for the pleasure of Allah wa Taala. And what the right hand gives, the left hand will also. Meaning with utmost sincerity, for Allah alone. That sadaqa of that secret sadaqah, that takes away calamities. Solely only for the pleasure of Allah Taala. Nobody knew and nobody would come to know. Allah knows alone. And then the last point is, Rujoo illallah with zikr il turning to Allah wa Taala, returning to Allah Taala with excessive zikr, and remembrance of Allah Taala. The essence of that remembrance is obedience to Allah Taala. Over and above that, what's on our tongues? What's in our hearts? Unfortunately, so many things which are futile, let alone futile. So many things that are sinful. How much of vulgarity? How much of lies? How much of Allah Taala is saying? Nabi saw is saying, keep your tongue moist with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala vulgarity is not the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala and billah it's the total opposite so how are we going to get close to Allah Ta'ala with vulgarity how are we going to get close to Allah Ta'ala with obscenity on our tongues and in our hearts our hearts will be filled with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala keep reminding ourselves the person who keeps reminding himself within his heart and he keeps himself conscious of Rujur, of returning to Allah Ta'ala then Inshallah i will return Allah already in dunya. I am going to return anytime. so I have to prepare. And Inshallah with these aspects we will gain the protection of Allah Ta'ala, the help of Allah Ta'ala. And Allah will make the means in our favour. And Allah forbid, if we forget Allah Ta'ala, then how can we expect now that the help of Allah is going to come to us. Allah has given us ample chance now to take a lesson, to reflect and to make the right decision and right take the right steps in our life, Allah Taala gives me in all of us the taufiq. Wa